The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed. But by what they had been told, what had been told them by the shepherds, and Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In this Christmas season, we experience a period of and a series of paradoxes. And I think it's rather fitting that as we complete the octave of Christmas, that we end the octave with Mary, Mother of God, the feast day that we celebrate this day. And that is because in the Council of Ephesus, that is the place where the church officially bestowed this title upon Mary, that is, Mother of God. And so often I think a lot of people misconceive this as us elevating Mary to a place that she was not meant to have, But instead, I think we need to remember that the Council of Ephesus declared this particular title of Mary not because it was primarily about her, although it does say something about her, but instead it says, more importantly, something about our Lord. That is, that it emphasizes the fact that Jesus is fully human, that he had flesh and blood. He was born of woman. He experiences many of the same things that we do, save sin itself. That Jesus, you know, as a couple of lines that I really just love during this in the poem, mentions that the Lord of all creation who looks down upon creation looks up to see his mother. That is, from the manger. But then also there's from an old Latin hymn, a Christmas hymn, that goes, Alpha et O, Matris in Greminis, which is in Latin is translated, the Alpha and Omega sits on mommy's lap. There's this great beauty there in recognizing that Christ's humanity, that God has descended into our experience so fully, that he gives us his mother, that we are, have this experience of his mother. And that from the cross, we experience the reality that as he tells John, not words just meant for John alone, but also for each of us, behold your mother, behold your mother. Mary, as the mother of God, then also becomes our mother. It is not just simply meant for God himself, not simply meant for Jesus, but instead by opening herself to the Holy Spirit to conceive in her womb the Son of God, the Messiah, she also opens herself to become your mother, my mother, the mother of each and every Christian. And it is in this beautiful image that we too can experience this closeness, this intimacy that Jesus and Mary have, this rather beautiful image that we have during this Christmas season as as Jesus looks up from the manger into his mother's face, that God looks into a human face and sees his own mother. We too can look up to the face of our mother, 
we too can trust ourselves to her. Because Mary does not obtain this rule because she merits it, but instead, instead it is because God has bestowed that gift upon her, a gift that he desired to have. And so whenever we make this statement about Mary, we do not try to make some sort of claim that she somehow earned this title, but instead it is a title, a gift given by the Lord to her. And as a result, then it is also a gift that is bestowed upon each one of us to have such a mother. That yes, we are entrusted to our biological mothers, but in this Christmas season, in the reality that Christ is born of woman, born of Mary, she is also given to us. She is also given to us. Given to us so that we too might have someone to journey with through life. Someone whose face we can always look upon in times of trial, in times of need, and draw closer to our Lord as a result. Look upon the same face that he looked upon. To entrust himself, he also entrusted himself to her. And so we are asked to also entrust ourselves to her as well. It is in this great gift of the mothership of Mary, the mothership which does make her the mother of God, truly and fully, that she does indeed take unto herself the infinite God. What a mystery that is. What an unfallible reality we ponder this Christmas season. That God so desires to unite himself with you, with me, with his creation, with us, his sons and daughters, that he enters into our experience. God, in a strange way, the un infinite, unlimited God, enters into a finite, limited world as a gift for each of us. And then he also gives us the gift of his mother, the one who always intercedes on our behalf, the one who, in times of need, will always deliver us. Her intercession never fails. Her motherly care never leaves us. In every step, every moment, every situation of life, she is there for us, and we can trust ourselves to her. So today, as we celebrate the motherhood of Mary, the mother of God, and our mother. May we entrust all of our cares, our needs in this coming year to her motherly intercession.